I envision my life being. So you think back when I asked you, what's your goal? If I was to ask you, you start to think about what is your goal three, month, three years from now? You start to just let it permeate in your mind. And I'm going to stretch it. I want you to stretch it double, two, three times what you think it is. You start to imagine this goal that's so big, it's scary and exciting at the same time. If you don't believe it's possible, the likelihood of that being achieved, what do you think it is? Of course, it's nothing. Zero. Yeah, of course. Zero. Of course. But that's how a lot of people set goals. They set these big goals, but they have, don't have an inner belief that it's possible. Look, I get it. The Toronto real estate market is confusing. Whether you're a new or experienced investor or just looking for a home to raise your family in, join us at Broadview Table Talks as you sit around the table with my friends and talk about the real estate and the ever-changing market in Toronto. Welcome to another edition of Broadview Table Talks. And today we have somebody really special. He's my mentor for quite a while when we worked together at KW, the KW office. And I'm happy to have you here. Honored to have you here, Jamie Purvis. Uh, JP, let's, uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it. So today's uh, episode is about mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, because right now we're going through some struggles with the changing market. I'm sure there's a lot of people going through a lot of struggles with, uh, you know, coming out of COVID, which obviously decimated a lot of people. Like it's, it's horrible for, for mind, for the mind. And now some people are stuck with lowered property values, right? With raising, rising interest rates, which needed to be done because mm -hmm. of inflation, mm -hmm. as we talked about in previous episodes, you know, but there's certain clients of ours that are stuck in situations where, you know, they, they bought a home and they haven't sold theirs and they're kind of like the mindset's just all messed up, myself included. But anyway, um, aside from that, yeah. What do we, what do we do? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, mindset is something that shows up in life, everyday life. And when you're in real estate, whether you're dealing with a real estate agent, whether you're dealing with a buyer, dealing with a seller, um, their mindset actually controls their act actions and their activity. And if they are, have a fixed mindset based on, for example, spring prices, sellers that are trying to sell at prices that aren't there right now, it's very difficult. And as an agent, you come in and if an agent has fixed mindset or isn't even sure what's happening right now in the market, their mindset is cloudy. So how do we help them? And I think that's the opportunity right now for, for real top real estate agents is number one, get clarity. What's happening in the marketplace? So then you can lead your clients, lead your buyers and lead your sellers. And those are the two biggest opportunities that we have right now. So you got a number one. That sounds like you have a framework of this, right? Actually, it's a conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I like what you said, right? I, there's things that I always talk about and I feel right now with real estate agents that I'm talking to, a lot of them are stuck and confused. They don't even know what the hell is going on. Right. Right. And a lot of agents have never even been through a shifting market. You know, think about the last 20 years, right? We had one in 2008, one in 2017, and now. And that's it. And they've been very short. But when they first happen, it's tough because you don't know what the hell's going on. So how do you guide yourself through this first? And leadership is one of the big pieces. We have to lead ourselves first. So, you know, how's that showing up for you in the market right now? What are you noticing with buyers and sellers and even other agents? Well, exactly what it is, right? So in, in certain times like this, we have to, have to be a leader because if we don't know what we're doing and our clients don't know what they're doing, then... Who's you know, leading, right? That's like, right. Who's making the decisions? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's been a challenge for, uh, for a lot of people, I can imagine that. Um, so you, you, I think it's just being able to step back and pivot and really understand what's happening in a shifting market and having that mindset and changing the frame of mind to make it an opportunity as opposed to... And also just like educate yourself just in general to see the trends, what's happening, right? Yeah. And like what's going really well and instead of like trying to um, guess the, the market, you kind of try to beat it, you know, you make the charts and everything, like month after month is showing up anyways, right? So then you're going to go through it and like, and kind of even see what's going on a year before there's a like, if there's a, like a repeating trend or something like that, maybe based on that, like how much 
you know, percentage of this and that based on, like, you can kind of compare it to that. You really do have to know your numbers. Yeah. Again, we were just talking about business owners, right? They have to know their numbers. So as an agent right now, I feel the number one opportunity is to look at the market, get a sense of the trends, what's happened in the past, take all the information that you can gather from the government, what's happening with interest rates, and then you interpret the data. So then you can guide your clients through this. Because, you know, there's a, John Maxwell has a book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and lesson four is the law of navigation. So you have to be able to see out in the distance, like, where are we going? And you, that way you can help your clients through these troubled waters, as we say, because they're confused. They don't know right now. And, and people are really nervous. And real estate agents are really nervous. You know, they might not have done a deal in the last month or two, and they're having a hard time negotiating. So they're starting to get financially stressed. And you can probably see that in negotiations. And, you know, the, the way we negotiated a year ago, six months ago, even in the spring, is not how we negotiate today. What got us here in the past, it won't get us here tomorrow, right? That's the Absolutely thing, right? Not. Yeah. Especially in a changing time like this, for yeah. sure. I think people have to really adapt at the end of the day. And uh, turn the impossible, because sometimes it feels like an impossible market. How do you turn that to possible? And that you mentioned that possibility. What's the possibility in this market? What are the opportunities? I think this is a great market. This is a fantastic market and, and great agents are going to grab market share in this market. But you have to do things different. You have to actually get to work too. Because you've seen a lot. You've seen the crash in the 80s, right? I, late 80s. 1986, yeah. I got my license and in 89, the market crashed and went down for seven years. Seven years and it, every month it dropped, month after month. So we learned real quick, you either got in <laughs> and adapted or you got out of the market. And, and at that point in 89, there was 33,000 agents. It ended up in 98, there was 18,500. So there's a strong possibility wow. that a lot of these, unfortunately, agents, unless they take control of this and jump in and educate themselves, they're not going to be around in six months or a year. Yeah, yeah. And even property owners for that matter too, right? The owners, so. um, yeah. Like I think as an agent right now, you have to be strong. You have to know the values. You have to be able to lead them to make the best decision today because that's all we have. Like this whole thing. Because nobody around. has crystal ball. Nobody can see this the thing future. This thing could turn no around what. in two months and it goes back to no the way right. it was. Right, But who knows? And well, it's different this time. Well, look what's happening in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world's a little bit different. We've never had a pandemic before. The government never threw money at the you know everybody before. And now... They're, they're, that's why they're raising rates. They're adjusting. Yeah, They are adjusting and they know that they have to do this or else inflation is going to take over and then what? All right. So they're, we may be in a recession. We might be coming into a recession. It doesn't matter. From our perspective, it doesn't matter. This is an amazing opportunity. And I think that's a mindset. Mm -hmm. If you have that mindset, you'll look for the opportunity. If you think this is a tough market and it's going to get bad, you're right because you're going to start to believe it and then your actions will be leaning you right into that belief. There's another thing I heard was that there's a recession coming on. There might be a recession coming on, but there's a recession coming on, but we don't have to participate in it as yeah. real estate agents. You don't no. have to choose to listen to the hype. You don't have to listen to the media and news. Obviously, pay attention to what's going on, yep. but you can advise your clients accordingly based on yep. whether you're, you're taking part of the doom and gloom or maybe there's an opportunity for somebody somewhere. Because, you know, sure, values might drop. Sure, maybe. It might take longer to sell, but they don't have to sell. Yep but then there's opportunities for buyers. Absolutely. Right. And, and it's interesting. If this is a good market for buyers, why is that a bad market? Yeah. Right? Six months ago or three months ago, it was a great market for sellers, and that was a fantastic market. Yeah. And now it's a, now it's a ah, shift. It's interesting. I've never heard of that. That's yeah. awesome. And now, yeah. now the buyers, it's a great market for them, and everybody's like, well, it's a bad market. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, it's a different... All it is is the market's changed. So as, as real estate agents, we just have to be open to looking at it from their perspective versus the seller side. 
right? And it's actually a great time to upgrade for anybody that owns a home. When the market's dropping, it's a great time to upgrade. You Absolutely. might sell for less money, but the house you want to buy is also cheaper. Percentage-wise, might have dropped the same, but now dollar-wise, that's a cheaper house. So that's an amazing opportunity. Yeah. So it's what you focus on. Okay, so... I like what you said. It's like when, when, when the market was seller's market, everyone thought it was a good market. The buyers now is the perfect time for buyers. It's a bad market. So why not, as a buyer, get out there? Right. Now's the time to look and be not be afraid to put offers in because I think I think the sense right now with buyers is oh we're going to wait because they can they can smell there's blood in the water right they can smell things have shifted but how do you get an opportunity you put an offer in that's right that's take the action. only way you got to take action yeah. and you don't know what somebody's going to sell for until there's an offer on the table so that's why you just now have to get comfortable put an offer on the property doesn't matter what it is put it off put it on the an offer on the property get the initiation of the process started. Okay, so you were a real estate agent for a very long time. Yep. You're, you're out of that now. You were management. Yep. And then you got out of real estate yep. uh, management. And then now you have B2Have have Movement, coaching, performance coaching company. Performance coaching and mindset. Tell so we that. work both performance, shifting our beliefs, and ultimately our habits. Okay. Because if we believe something to be true, our habits and our actions will be indicative based on what our belief system is. So if we can change what we believe, we are going to ultimately change our habits. Because what you focus on expands, right? Exactly. Exactly. So it's basically all the bold laws that we're taking incorporated into a coaching program and you have a step-by-step and how to do, is that how it works? We or? have a process, we call it the be, do, have method. And it's a whole process to basically start to imagine what we want. Imagine what your life would be in three years from now. If you could have anything and anything was possible, what would you create in your mind? Jamie Purvis 2020, I remember this. Right? I remember your thing was travel around uh, the yeah. globe or North America in an yeah. RV, right? That's right. That's kind right. of did that a little bit, somewhat. Well, COVID hit, and then we right. got stuck in our house. <laughs> right. But you still did travel, right? We you traveled. To, well, now what the we've done trip. is we've transitioned into we're going away every winter. So last year, we went away for three months. That's awesome. And that, that was a future plan down the road. It's just happening now. That's going to be our reality. And that all came from the whole that, mindset of be, do, have, right? It so, came from a vision of what do I want for my future? And that's what I want everyone to start to think about is what do you want for your life? Your one and only life. As far as I know, this is it. You, you could have fully just went, oh, what would happen now? I'm staying home. That's it. My, my plans and dreams are over. But instead, you kind of like palm tree. You kind of swing with the, with the wind instead of breaking apart, right? I always say be like water and be like wind. Yeah. Be fluid, yeah. right? And, and, and at first when COVID hit, like, like everyone else, right? We were fearful and panicking. And then we shifted about two, month, two weeks into it, rather. We decided how can we help other people? Because if we're feeling this way, I feel everyone's feeling this way. So then we created a program and gave it away for free. Mm. We had 200 people that came through a journey with us and that just helped us basically launch our business. I think it's important to go through the concept of be, do, have. Absolutely. Because a lot of people don't know what that is. Can you explain that in your own words? <laughs> my daughter, business partner, be, my right? business partner is my daughter and we always want to be able to articulate this so it makes real sense for everybody. Yeah. I believe I, grew, I was raised this way. I'm going to struggle, I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to achieve this. And when I achieve this and I have what I'm visioning in my mind, this goal, I'm going to be successful. And that was how I was raised. And the reality is it's opposite. So the B to have is how do I envision my life being? So you think back when I asked you, what's your goal? If I was to ask you, you start to think about what is your goal three months, three years from now, you start to just let it permeate in your mind. And I'm going to stretch it. I want you to stretch it double, two, three times what you think it is. You start to imagine this goal that's so big, it's scary and exciting at the same time. If you don't believe it's possible, the likelihood of that 
being achieved, what do you think it is? Of course, it's nothing. Zero. Yeah, of course. Zero. Of course. But that's how a lot of people set goals. They set these big goals, but they have, don't have an inner belief that it's possible. <sighs> so if we can start to work on being and start to imagine, what would I live? How would I live my life if I had already achieved that goal? What would I be doing? How would I be thinking? Who would I be hanging around with? What books would I be reading? So this is part what of the- What opportunities being. would you say yes to? Oh, yes mindset. Just saying yes. Say yes before you say no. And you'll you know, try it out for yourself in the next week. Think about whenever you have a conversation with somebody, people will tell you no, they can't do it before they tell you yes, I can. You know how many people I encounter every single day that do that? Everybody says no first. Of course. Everybody. Everybody says no. At least that's what I experienced in my, in my world. Come to Coach the office it. and make your calls in the office. No, yeah, no I'm busy. No. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> when you say yes, you're, it's typically a new habit and it's therefore going to create a new opportunity. Okay, so who do you have to be? Who do you have to become? What do you have to do? Well, the doing comes after the being. So once we, def- once we get clear on our mind, here's the vision I have for my life. Who do I need to become? So who do I need to grow into? What habits do I have to create? That's going to lead to a new doing. The doing is doing things different than we've done in the past. Because mm. if you want a, a different result, you have to do things differently. If not, just keep doing what you're doing and it's going to keep showing up. And that always shows up from an income perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, if you be honest and look at what last year's income was, the year before, the year before, there's a strong probability, plus or minus 10%, it's real consistent. So that's just showing us that our habits are leading to that result. Mm-hmm. So if we can change what our belief is, who we're becoming, we're going to naturally now start to do things different. You're going to hang out with different people. You're going to do something that you know you should be doing, but you haven't been doing. That goes so deep. So that's how you make that quantum leap, that, that extra that's, jump, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Just, instead of going percentage points, you're going to do multiples if that's what happens, right? Like, it happens to a lot of people. It, and it's easy. It's actually easy. It doesn't need to be hard. See, I believe it's easy. If you believe it's hard, it's going to be hard. So one of the things I'm working on, where we have a coaching program right now that we're focused on, how do we take our annual income, turn it into a quarterly, quarterly income? So all of a sudden, that's a, that's a leap of 400%. Yeah. And whenever I present that to somebody, it's amazing. Yeah. That's over one year. Yeah. When I present it, you s- I sense resistance because yeah. there's not this belief that it's possible. So for anybody listening to this, I'm going to encourage you, write down what your goal, what your income was last year. And now imagine that was your quarterly income. Yeah. And just be in that space for a while. It's possible. Don't even worry about how it's not possible. You can give me all the reasons why it won't work. But if it could work. What would you be doing? Or what strategies could you do to get there, right? So that's a 12-week year. Brian, something that he wrote, there's a book on. It's really awesome. And that's the doing piece. So you asked me about the doing. Well, now you're visioning, how do I take my annual income, turn it into a quarterly income? You're going to do things different. You're going to get up earlier. You're going to be focused. You're going to start exercising. At least I find when I exercise, I feel better. You're going to eat better. And then all these different areas of life start to change. And we start to do things different. And then in business, like what every business person, every salesperson knows this, the answer to this. If you did this one thing right now that you're not doing, it would, that would have a profound impact in the business, what would it be? Hello? Making those calls. Calling. Reaching out. Da- reaching out to your database. Reaching out. It's a lot of numbers. Whatever it is. You know. So now you know what it is. True. So we call that the knowing doing gap. But why aren't you doing it? What's holding you back? That's our mindset. So there's beliefs that are deep rooted in our mindset that hold us back from doing things that we know will give us the results we want. 
It's crazy, and it just shows up. So we can't change it until we become aware of it. And the, sorry, the thing is, like when I when I enrolled in it, we kind of like we did a clarity um, session where we kind of break it down to just more than just the, the uh, quarterly, the like monthly, weekly, and then it ended up becoming like what one or two deals a month. That's what it would be. And you, and then when you remember when you had that awareness, well, holy cow, I can hit my goals by doing yeah. a deal every two weeks. Yeah. Like if, if every real estate agent did a deal every two weeks, they wouldn't have a problem with money. Yep. So just for reference, Botter has been coaching or at least been working with Jamie for a little while. Yeah, we uh, did for a year, just over a year. So it's changed your mindset a little bit. And, you know, nothing really bothers him. Everything just bounces off of him, <laughs> which is pretty cool, right? Just that's an awesome attitude to have. It's, the, uh, it's a great thing. And I know that you're like that, right? Obviously. <laughs> um, in your coaching program, do you give any kind of concrete steps on the doing part of it? Like, uh, do you actually analyze the clients or like, you know, what they're doing that could change their habits maybe or habits, you know, knowledge. Yeah. When I work with my clients one-on-one, first thing we do is we set that goal. Mm -hmm. We have clarity of what that goal is. Then we break it down into three metrics. What are three metrics, three actions that when they happen, you'll achieve a percentage of your goal. So imagine if you set a goal for a hundred thousand dollars, then you find three things that you're going to be doing that will help you achieve your hundred thousand dollars. And I like to break it up in thirds. So Mm -hmm. a third of it, say, let's say a third of your business comes from your database. Mm -hmm. So now you can define what are action steps I can take that are going to help me get in alignment to achieving that goal. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It doesn't need to be complicated. We call it the napkin exercise. You should be able to explain this as if you were writing it on a napkin. What is your goal? What are the three things that you're going to do to achieve the goal? And now what are the action steps within those metrics that you're going to implement on a daily basis? Let me ask this. So you, you have some real estate experience, obviously. Some, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, 30 odd years. Bit. Yeah, that's all, yeah. <laughs> no, no lost hair or anything. You had a full head of hair before. <laughs> yeah, right. I used to have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those pictures. Okay, so we know who you're for, obviously real estate agents, right? And whoever else. It started there. Okay. Now we find we're working with mortgage brokers, insurance agents, business owners. Perfect. Because the mindset isn't just for real estate agents. And this sort of evolved. It's not something that I thought. I thought we would just be focusing with real estate agents, but it's evolved into business owners. Anybody that has a business, salespeople especially, um, they can take what we teach and change their life. Because when you're self-employed, like it goes back to the whole cash flow quadrant thing, Robert Kiyosaki, yep. right? About uh, employee, self-employed, then business owner, and then investor, right? So yep. ESBI. When you're on that side of it, the sky's the limit, yeah. right? And it's all in the mindset. It's whatever you can create, like... Elon Musk came with the idea to create electric cars. 10 years later, it's here. Now he's the richest man in the world, one of the richest men in the world, right? Like, that's possible. And think about what Elon Musk's real why is, to live on, the, live on Mars. Yeah. Everything that's he's doing he is yeah. to live on Mars, right? If this is what I'm hearing, what I read, yeah, right? yeah, what yeah. I see, whatever it is. But all these businesses he's created is, are in alignment to his vision. So what is your individual vision? And I think that's a big missing link for a lot of us. Right. Is you don't have clarity of what is this life that you're creating? What is it going to be? And you start with, I like to start with three years. Okay. Because I find for me, longer than three years is just too far in the future. Mm. And what I also find is, and when I'm in alignment to my three-year goal, after six months, that what I thought was a big goal now becomes small. Yeah, of course. So now I can shift and pivot quickly. That's why journaling is important too, to look oh. back and see what you've accomplished as well. Every day. So Every day. with, okay, so... Sure, there's self-employed people and there's business owners and all that stuff that have their own, you know, capability to do whatever they want, right? But employees also need this kind of mindset thinking too, right? Especially need it more of anything, I would say, because, you know, not just for income goals, but there could be other aspects of their life that they need the mindset shift on, right? Absolutely. 
And I think anybody that's employed right now, they're probably, they say there's a recent study that says 80% of employees aren't happy. Right. But they work because of the income. Our employees are happy though, I hope. We're <laughs> 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 making sure they're happy. No, but I'm joking. <laughs> right, so if, imagine they're going to work for the pay. Yeah. So they're the ones that probably need this even more. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Right? It's like, it's just that mindset too. Like, I, like my family said that too, and I kind of shift off from a full-time job to like not working out the job. They're like, but if you don't get paid and this and that, blah, blah, don't you feel better if you get paid every two weeks and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Same thing, you know, like, hate this job well okay no hold on so you can't say that because sure majority of the world has a job majority of the world's employed for sure there's nothing wrong with it because you know first of all we need employees but second of all um it's just not for everybody to take that risk right so i i think that there's a certain a smaller percentage that do go out and start their own businesses right so too right but like one of my parents just because that's just what they know right after a while they see the possibilities or online to do whatever it is that you want but there's no right or wrong is what i'm trying to say right like you could do the same within the construct of the job that you have now like yeah. you still could do well and yeah. it's just like maybe you get fulfillment outside of work maybe you just do your eight hours maybe you do less than eight hours maybe your setup is less than that right, right. or and focus you know, on the job that you have correct. and how do you do it bigger and better that's it that's right? it and doing that what happens you as the individual grow that's right and as you grow opportunities present themselves maybe there's another opportunity in that company that that's you it. hadn't thought possibly before and next thing you know, you start to move up the ladder and you start to feel better. You start to feel more confident. That's your it. self-esteem, your self-image grows. And when that changes, your life changes. And now you see bigger opportunities. So it doesn't need to be self-employed. That's right. It can be within a corporation and then being able to, able to move up that corporation or corporate ladder. That's right. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I had dinner with the, uh, you know, big tech guys, right? And there's investment bankers and like a pilot this morning that I talked to. Like there's so many different jobs out there things like that that shouldn't define you i don't think no, that no, defines you no. but and how cool would that be if you could actually live life in loving and enjoying what you do every day it's not work we've all heard that definition yeah. right? and and i've been blessed my whole life because i've done everything i wanted to do I, like why well, I, I look at you I, I don't see a gray cloud above your head at all ever ever it never rains like your shoulders are always dry <laughs> how, like there's got to be a time where you're kind of like you know you I'm human of right? course there is yeah you, you know, know what I mean? last year my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer yeah. you know like you don't plan for that yeah so we had to go through an adjustment right and I mean thank God for my ability to respond versus react Right. And I think that's what's something I've learned over the years is whatever is happening to you is happening for, for you. you. That's right. So how is that happening for me? Hard to find that answer when you're in the middle of it. Right. So you pull yourself out of it. First, you get through it. You deal with what you have to do. And then as you're getting through it, what it did for me is it brought real strong clarity. Time is of the essence. There is no time like today. I'm not wasting my energy on anything unless it's in 100% direct alignment to what I want. And I felt that way before. I feel it stronger now. Right. So that was the gift that came out of it. That's why we went away last winter right. for three months. Like, what are we waiting for? We shifted our, our plans. We're not buying an RV. We're not going to travel. My wife actually said that wasn't even her goal. It was my goal. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am putting this plan together based on I don't see a, I don't see a red Corvette. You're supposed to have red Corvette too. Where's that go? <laughs> One step at a time, uh, right, right now I'm trading that off for three months in Mexico. Yeah, that's a good choice. <laughs> that's, so that happened for me. Yeah. But when yeah. you're in the middle of it, I'll tell you, I'm like everyone else. I'm a human being. It's like, it's tough. I'll tell you, there's a lot of tears and your mind starts racing. So when you're going through things like that, you take a step back and you just have to deal with it sometimes. You have to like realize what's going on. 
years. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew a lot last year, the last couple of years. You know, and then family members and that aren't well right now and are diagnosed with cancer and Alzheimer's. And you see all this stuff. Like, this is real. Everyone mm-hmm. knows somebody that's going through this. Mm-hmm. So I've got this happening going on in my life. So it just doesn't define my life. I learned to compartmentalize it. And I think that's something else that I've been able to do over the years. So when I'm, one of my mentors always said this, a professional's at their best regardless. Regardless of what's going on in your life, a professional is at their best regardless. Of course, of course. Clients don't care if you're See, like going through right? crap, right? It makes sense. But how many people show up bringing all that stuff with them? We're human beings. I get it. However... We go to a baseball game. We go to a hockey game. We want to see that professional do their perform. best, yeah. perform. Yeah. So I've treated myself and what I do as, as uh, to that standard. Performance coach. That's Performance it. coaching. Yeah, That's it. it's mindset, right? See, it all goes back mindset. to mindset. Too, right? like I, I've done both. Like when I fell, fell off of like the uh, routine mornings, I felt everything completely change. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like as like, uh-huh. like this. Waking up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, I hated it. But then I started to love it. And then it just continues on through the whole day because I'm smelling a nice, fresh breeze of air in the morning, you know? Did you feel more productive? 100%. Because I'm not chasing the day, I'm like creating the day. Right. Right. Because if I wake up at eight or nine, I'm just like, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do a phone call, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm just like chasing now. I'm just like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm late, I'm late. But then at five o'clock, by the time nine o'clock rolls in, I'm ready. I'm ready. That, that came to me a lot from drinking as well. I know you don't drink now, right. which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And uh, I stopped actually when I was talking back then, like five years ago, four years ago, whatever that was. I said, screw it. Like, what's the point? Like, I just feel like it's poison every day. You know what I mean? And it's fun to have like fun, obviously, right? But like to go out there and like it just, what are you taking from in order to get that, right? And it feels like, you're right. Being productive to me is the most important thing because I like doing things. I like accomplishing things. Mm-hmm. You know, I have time. There comes a certain point in your life where, you, you pick either money or time. Which one's more important to you? Right. Right? And right now, to me, it's time. Because, like, my kids are so young for so long. And that's all the time I have. My team needs help, obviously. So they need, you know, we need time together. Clients need help as well, too. It's like, where do you put it all? I don't have time to waste drinking. I, I just don't. And see, that's a decision that was made. Right. So decisions are something else that people have to start doing. Making decisions based on what you want. And when you have clarity of what you want, it's easy to make decisions. But if you don't have clarity, then you're like, you just get blown around in the wind, <laughs> with the wind. Yeah. And how, would, how, do, how do people live their life? There's no judgment in it. That's right. At some point in time, know. though, you got to make a decision. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so my question before all this started was, who are you for and who are you not for? What do you mean by that? Your, your program, sorry. Yeah, your coaching program. Who are you for and who are you not for? Anybody that's looking to create change. You could be brand new in an industry and you're just getting ready to launch your career. You could be already very successful and you feel you're hitting the head on the ceiling. Anybody that's basically at a point in their life where they, they're going to need to have courage to make some real changes in your life so that you can live a bigger life. Ultimately, when you're ready for that, that's our ideal client. Okay. Our ideal client is anybody that's ready to enough is enough. There's got to be more, whatever it is. doesn't matter what the industry is. There's got to be more. What the goal is, even for that matter, right? Goal doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll create the goal. Yeah, together. Yeah. When you're ready to make change. And who are you not for? Somebody that's not prepared to do the work. You've got to make the. You've got to make the decision that you're going to create change, and when you do that, you have to be prepared to do the work, and that means letting go of pretty much everything you've ever been taught. True. True. And. 
Well, yeah, uncoachable is uncoachable. Somebody that's going to fight for their limitations. Like I, I, you got to be willing to fight for what you want, not to hold on to the limitations and fight for them. Right. And and that comes through quite often when we're looking to create some new habits, where we don't want to make the new habits. Right. We want to create that change. Right. So change is vital. You have to be open to change. Open mindedness, I think, is somebody is somebody something else that is really important. You have to have an open mind. If you have a closed mind, then you're right. Like. I can't help you. I don't think anybody can. Mm. But when you're open-minded, and I find when people are ready to make a change, they start to become open-minded. We hold on to our beliefs for a while, but then eventually we learn to recreate those beliefs and turn them into new beliefs. And we, they're our beliefs. And when I learned this, that most of the beliefs I had in life weren't even mine. I was brought up a certain religion. I was brought up in a certain culture. I was brought up with belief systems that were impressed upon me by school. When I realized that what I believed to be true was impressed upon me, it wasn't even my own beliefs, it was like an awakening. And I woke up. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to create my life based on my terms. And that was the beginning of a journey. I think a lot of people have this whole, um, you know, I had this question the other day from somebody younger. He's like, how do you find your why? You know, and I know we had this issue for the longest time. It's hard to come up with your why because how do you know, right? How do you know if you don't have kids and spouse? Like, you know, like yeah. a lot of people... When, you, when you're going through that whole kid thing, like that, that truly is your why. Like it is, right? But like if you don't have that and you don't have seen that future and you don't want that, what else can you do? You it's know? important to you. Yeah. It's, it's such a big question. And I think a lot of people don't even, can't ever find it. I, I think or don't ever find it. Sorry, I should I think say. it's a journey. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just an evolution. You start with something, but what's important to you today? Like I always said, it didn't have to be this Mother Teresa why. Because sometimes right. that's what's impressed upon us, right? We need this big life-changing <laughs> why. Well, that can cause you a lot of pain yeah. to figure that out. But let's start today. What's important today? Yeah. If you had everything, if money wasn't an option, you could do anything you want, what would you do? And that begins the thought process. And as you can start to think that way, then we can start to live in that be, do, have, and we follow that process to help you get there. I remember the framework that you gave me a long time ago was like, okay, how much money would be enough for you to retire or whatever it was, right? And you go through that. Okay, now what if you had double that? And what if you had triple that? Yeah. And what if you have 10 times that, right? What would you be like? What would you, you know? What would yeah. you do with your time? That's the freedom number. Yeah. So we start off with the freedom number. What right. would be the freedom number that would allow you to do whatever you wanted? Which meant you did nothing, right? Because you had enough income to sustain your life, yeah. whatever it is. So you start with that as a goal in the beginning, and then you just keep expanding on it. So as you expand on it and double it and ten times it, all of a sudden you're gonna. It causes you to think different. You're gonna find it evolves it. and it changes all the time. It. It's gonna right. change exactly. all the time. Exactly. Like your why today with a couple of kids and one on the way is different than it was as a single guy. Of course. Right. You were in the beginning accumulating, making a lot of money, buying real estate and building your wealth. Well, but I had now, the mindset that eventually I'd have a kid. Eventually you, you family. knew that was going to be in the right. So it was in your mind. Right. And then when it evolves, now all of a sudden the reason that you get up every morning. What? Right. Yeah. There you go. It's an evolution. Well, I'm at the point is. now where it's like, okay, family's going to be okay. They'll be yeah. fine. Now what? Now ah, what's my purpose? Right? Okay. Where am I going to give back to? What can I do that makes an impact? Because I don't have, like, I can't change the whole, you know, housing situation in Toronto where it's unaffordable housing stuff. I can't change that. I can't change homeless people. But what can I do that can make an impact? And I'm trying to find that. So, get selfish. Coaching. On that point, get selfish. Okay. Get really clear on what does Ken want. 
well, what I want, like, it's not for me, though. That's the thing. I'm not living my life for me anymore at this point, right? So um, I'm in a coaching program where there was somebody where he, every home he sells, every 10 homes he sells, he don't, or sorry, every home he sells, he donates enough to build a home in Nicaragua, I think it was. Beautiful. Right? So he can have an impact. Yep. Right? Every home, he builds 10 homes in Nicaragua because the cost is so cheap over there. Beautiful. But that, to me, doesn't resonate. I mean, I love the idea, but, like, I don't have any connections over there. That's so. why I said, for you, be selfish. What is it that inspires you? What drives you? What's your passion attached to? Because when you can find that, and it's there. Sometimes we have to peel back the layers mm. to find it, but it's there. It's a diamond in the rough. It's buried in there somewhere. <laughs> and all we have to do is expose it. And the more you ask yourself, like, what would I do? What, in, what inspires me? How could I help? How could I give back? I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is yet, but the clarity will come when you focus on that question and ask yourself great questions. Causes great answers. What's a great question? About your why? Yeah. Okay, let me ask you that. If I was to ask you right now, what do you want? What comes to mind? I want everybody around me to be successful. Mm -hmm. I want them to have great lives, great careers, great families, and uh, have what they want, right? And when that's happening, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great, obviously, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've changed the lives of people. And that could be clients, that could be staff, that could be like family members, it could be friends, it could be anybody that wants to hear it. So everyone around Spouses. you is fine, everyone else, everyone around you has everything they need, they're, for generations they're fine. Now what? What would you do? <sighs> that's what I'm stuck at, I don't know, okay. I don't know. And that's where you want to give thought to. Yeah. Just I'm, sit with it. Do you, let me ask you this, do you schedule thinking time into your life? I do not. My thinking time is... Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> not even driving, like you don't even get uh, time, you know... Mm-hmm. Well, you're Showtime, Joe. You're an yeah. action man. You're a man of action. <laughs> and, and a lot of people are. They just take on all this stuff, right? Yeah. They get a lot done. Right. Start to schedule thinking time. Okay, uh, so what does that mean? What does that look like? Literally half hour a week. Okay. Half hour, one week, scheduled into your calendar. Call it thinking time. Phones off, no distractions. In that half hour, you just start to think about what's my why for a half an hour every that, week. That could be morning walks. That could be or whatever. No, I mean walks. sitting down, no walking. You're sitting really? down consciously with a notepad, excellent, and just sitting there thinking. Set your timer on your phone. In the beginning, a half hour is an eternity. Once you're into this process, half hours go like this. Man. Changed my life. I had a client last year. We worked on that, and that one, he fought it for a while, and then he started to schedule thinking time, started at 10 minutes, built up to a half hour. He got an idea, went out and bought a piece of property, turned it into a $1.2 million profit. Sweet. From thinking time. Sweet. Idea for one of my mentors. So as you're thinking about your why, you're at this point, pinnacle point actually right now, start to think about you and be selfish. And that's why I say be selfish. Everyone else is going to benefit from it. Right. But own it for you because that's where you get fulfillment. And now you get your passion. And now you get even more energy and more. People feel it from you. Yeah. They feel it. They don't know what you have, but you've got something and what you have is clarity. Right. And when you have clarity, boom, it attracts everything you need to you. So we live from the goal. We don't live to the goal. So that's why the be, do, have is so important. You put yourself in the position that I'm being this person. I am this person. And now everything is basically attracted to you. You inspire a lot of people. (laughs) Just from that thought alone, you do. The office hasn't been the same without you there. I can say that hands down. Like, there's no one that's been able to step in your shoes. So it's uh, we miss you around, you know. Oh, I appreciate that. It was a it was a great opportunity. It changed my life in that role. Um, so grateful for so many people that came across my path, my coaches, my mentors along the way, and and then working with so many great agents. Like, what an experience! I, I enjoyed that. It's a 
it was one of the hardest things I did in my life was to be selfish and to walk away from that. Yeah. And that's why I encourage you to be selfish because I'm more fulfilled now. And, and I had a great life. I had a great opportunity, but it was beyond all that. It was, there was this feeling inside me, there's more. And now we're living that and, and that's evolving into something that's even bigger than I thought at the time. So yeah, if you step into that and just live life following your vision, your heart, can't go wrong. So what is your vision? Where, where, where do you see yourself like in three years? <laughs> <sighs> three years from now, right now with my business partner, who's my daughter, mm. and my youngest daughter's coming on board, helping us with social media oh, now. Um, so turning this family business into an opportunity where we have an impact in changing millions of lives around the world by helping people get clarity on their vision and then living this be to have process. I remember Vision 2020. That was it. That, that was, was it. so cool. That was it. I loved it. And September, September 26, 2015 is when I came up with that idea. And it was, I was in a program and I, was, I wrote out my future life. What did, I want, what did I see? And I found that during COVID. I was going through all my books, cleaning out some books, and I found what I'd written. And then realizing at that point in time, I was actually living it. And I wrote it and I can't honestly say I put a lot of energy into it, but it evolved. And then I just started to realize there's more for me. I had outgrown where I was. It wasn't anybody around me. It was just I had outgrown. And this was a stepping stone into something bigger and better. And I didn't even know what it was. But I had the faith in myself. I had the confidence in myself to just let go and move forward. And, and that's how we get to the next base, right? We have, to, we have to run. Yeah. Right. That's like, it's like Buddhism 101 though, right? To be detached from the outcome. That's right. Not that I'm Buddhist, but. Isn't it amazing when once you get your clarity at that moment in time, it gets easier. Doesn't, the process gets easier. It's actually a pretty simple process, but we have to let go. And then deciding to move forward. Fears keep us stuck. Fears, people, everyone, I believe everyone has this. And then they get inspired and then they start to get excited about it. And then fear keeps them stuck. Because now they look at the paycheck and they look at everything that's going on in their life and what will people say and all that nonsense. The minute we can let go of that and be selfish and just make a decision Speak to your inner circle. Who's your inner circle? Family, friends. Get their feedback and then just go. Go for it. Have faith in yourself. It's all going to work out. Always does. Sometimes it doesn't work out the way we thought, but it works out better. <laughs> sure. Right? Sometimes it's a step backwards to find out, oh my gosh, there's a ladder here and it's, or there's an elevator. It's going right. to take me right to the top. Right, right. So we'll talk about or maybe you don't want to go to the top. Maybe you want to go this way, right? Maybe it's a different build, yeah. building, yeah. right? So whatever it is. And I think thinking time, well, I know this. Thinking time is going to help you. It's awesome. So for yourself, Ken, absolutely. Potter, absolutely. Anybody listening to this at any time, start to schedule 30 minutes thinking time. That's awesome. And just be. Be present. Listen to the thoughts. Journal, right? Whatever comes to mind. And then start asking great questions. If I had everything and time wasn't an issue, how would I spend my life? Your answers will come to you. I think uh, I think you're gonna live a you've already lived a fulfilled life and uh, for sure yeah you've changed inspired a lot of people for sure 
Uh, appreciate so it, we're guys. lucky to have you here. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you for the opportunity. Anything else you want to ask us that you need to, or anything else you want to say? No, I'm inspired by what you're doing, like sharing this podcast, creating this podcast. We never know the impact it's going to have. You never Just know. That one person that talks to you, reaches out to, right? One person. Yeah. And, you know, from a real estate agent's perspective, what an opportunity you have to impact so many lives. For the two people that are listening, so thanks for listening. <laughs> it, well, no, but all it takes one, right? It yeah. takes one, and somebody's going to share this podcast because they heard something, or somebody's going to get inspired and they're going to do a different action, mm-hmm. and that's all that matters because that's that's what we do. We're not attached to how or who's going to we're going to help along the way. I just know I get clearer in my mind what I want. Everything's being attracted to me. Yeah, yeah. Birds of feather, birds of feather flock, flock together. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you have to let go of some of the birds around you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's okay too. That's it. Um, I've learned also that life, not everyone is designed to be with you your entire life. You come, you work together, and you've now fulfilled that journey together. So it's okay to let go. And that's why if we're being very clear on our individual goals and visions and life, um, it just gets easy. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Life just gets easier. <laughs> yeah. Hope I that, hope that helps. Hope you got something from that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I learned some, I learned that a while back too. Like you can't hold on to like even employees and stuff, right? Like you know they're going to grow in a different way, right? Like yeah. I, ideally, it'd be great for them to be with you forever. Obviously, like, I would love that, but you know you can't expect that, right? And you don't even shouldn't even think that that's a possibility because it's not going to be a possibility because they have everyone has their own lives. Yeah. Gonna, you know. And as a leader, how can we grow ourselves? Imagine living and growing as a leader so that our life and our vision, people never outgrew it. They could grow within it. I, I don't see, I struggle with that because that's not possible. Like people are going to grow at a different pace. People are going to go different directions and, and all that. And it gets me excited to be able to know that I can wake up and change the lives of one or two people a day, whatever it is, yeah. right? Or even yeah. like, you know, a year or whatever. I, I just, I, I don't think that I'm um, always like, you know, it's always like two steps being, my job is to be two steps yeah. ahead of them, everything. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I, got, I, I can only go for so long. I can only run for so fast for so long. That's okay. You know, but I'll still run a certain way. I'll still keep moving forward. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. There'll be setbacks and all that, but I, I can't constantly be the one that all the load falls on. Right. Well, the responsibility that. of all the actions doesn't fall on you. But imagine as a leader, you knew every person on your team had 100% clarity of what they wanted for their life. Yeah. That's your only job. Helping your entire team get clarity in their life. There'll be opportunities in there where what you're going to realize is them being with you isn't the best thing. Maybe right. there's something else. Right. I once had a coach that came to me after three years and said, Jamie, it's time for you to move on. I can't teach you anything else. Right. That's and awesome. I remember when That's that really happened, it was like, it felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> She's breaking up with me. <laughs> but what a gift. She That's presented awesome. then me with another coach who was coaching the owners of the company. And I had the opportunity to work with him. And I was only one of very few team leaders that he worked with. But what a gift she gave me. So she was smart enough and such a great leader that she knew what she could teach, I had already now surpassed. That's right. And that's the opportunity as a leader. So it doesn't mean they always have to be with us, but they can grow with us to a point where they maybe or we can guide them down another path. That's awesome. It's like being a bus driver, right? Making sure everyone's on the same bus. So Yeah, that's it. Until they get so no pressure, yeah, no exactly. pressure as leaders. Leadership's a big responsibility. Well, I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like it's yeah, hard to step no. back and, and sit back and, and just like not like seeing things around you that you can't change and can't inspire. Like I just, I can't have it any other way. So. Yeah. And for real estate clients, getting clarity on their goals. 
and their life. Like I think right now, if you looked at yourself as a real estate agent and your number one job was to help them change their wealth, you became a wealth determiner for them so that they never had to worry about money again. Their kids never had to worry about money. That's what we do though. I know you do. You guys are very clear on that, Mm -hmm. but not most agents aren't. Most agents just do the transaction. So why don't we call people? Well, we're probably pretty transactional. But if we're helping our clients build their wealth, generational wealth, they'll be happy to take our call. So it's reframing, like having a, a different mindset advisor, yeah. around why do we connect with our people? My number one goal is to help you build your, your wealth, your generational wealth for your kids. Have you ever thought about buying or selling real estate? Yeah. Like it's a simple conversation. Or here's an update in your portfolio, kind of like a, a, a advisor, a financial advisor, right? exactly. so a doctor checkup, right? Exactly. An annual checkup. And you're not attached to the outcome. So if they say yes or no, it doesn't matter, but you're presenting the opportunity. So it, de- it just redefines that mindset of what stops us from picking up the phone, right? So we're bringing value. We're helping them see clarity on their goal. Imagine having a goal conversation with your clients. You know, where do you see yourself in three years from now? How much money would you like to build out? Most people don't think about this because they're caught in the trap of day-to-day, right? They're on that hamster wheel. How would you talk to more advanced clients, I guess, um, you know, the big business owners, the ones that are like, I already know this, like the basics, right? Like how do you, how do you talk to them? I guess it depends on individual. That's where the one-on-one coaching comes on, right? Because you have different programs, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's where the one-on-one, we get into their world. And it's customizable. So my one-on-one coaching is 100% customizable to the person, their events, and everything they want in life. Time and money tend to be the biggest options that people are struggling with. Mm -hmm. And people that, I've got a couple clients right now, they're really, really successful. And they're struggling with now leadership. How do I guide my team? So their, their, their focus is off themselves now. It's on the team. Yeah. Or their why. You'd be surprised. Sometimes we just outgrow a why and we forget what we're doing it for. Yeah. You know, do you know anybody that has tons of money and they're just not happy? Yeah. Like money's money's only for it's the good it can do, yeah, right? Exactly. It's just a tool. Yeah. So, but the old school way, we if we have this, I'll be happy. Well, then you have it and you're not happy. It's have do be. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, how do we reverse that? So, wake up happy. You know, one thing that I've always heard um, Kanye West said, and I love it, like the rapper, he says, um, having money isn't everything, but not having it is. Yeah. Right? So for those that are just starting out and need money, yeah, of course, it's, it's going to be everything to you. But once you have it, it's not everything. Yeah. You know? it's, 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 money is designed for the good it can do. Yeah. yeah. And we define that individually, what that good is for us. Wow, we could talk about this for a long time. Keep going, but <laughs> anyway, with that, I guess we'll sign out. Thanks for listening to this. Uh, if you need to reach out, Jamie Purvis, how do you reach out to you? Uh, any of our social social platforms, at vdohavemovement.com. Um, we also, on our website, we have a free quiz that'll help you get real clarity on who you are, your personality. And for all of your followers, Ken, um, I'll put it in the link. I'll give you the information. Oh, sweet. Um, we have a program. We're going to offer a 75% discount on that program. It's called our Focus Made Easy program. So the code for that is Broadview Table. It'll be indefinite. What? So any of your clients. Broadview Table. So that's awesome. We have our own little referral code. That's, there you are. That's when you know you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers. <laughs> I don't know.